everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, and this is episode number 200. Pew, 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 pew. Why, is that a sound of familiar voice I hear? Don't know. Knock, knock. Who's there? Fro! Whee! Fro who? Yes, Fro is here and he has joined us for not only this episode, but the next one. (gasps) We are doing a two-parter because today, this week, we're going to do 200 and then next week, we're going to do 201. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> I mean, there, these two episodes are very important in uh, South Park, Creano, Lee, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... Before we really dive into the episode, let's talk about how rare this episode is as far as it getting any airtime. It's only been played once or twice ever on TV. That's it. It, like, people don't understand how controversial this episode is. Right. Um, when Hulu had South Park at first, mm-hmm. uh, this episode and the next one were not up on Hulu. Along with, I believe Super Best Friends was the other one. When... HBO Max got it last year 200 and 201 were not listed on their services Mm -hmm. along with Super Best Friends and both parts of Cartoon Wars so yeah the only way you could really find it is either through DVD, Blu-ray, or YouTube. A torrenting. <clears throat> right. Yes. I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that at all. No. So, it is, like like I said, it is on both DVD and Blu-ray of the 14th season of South Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, if you live in an area that is a region four or region two of DVDs. (laughs) And I can tell you which ones they are. Region two would be Europe without Belarus, Mm -hmm. the Ukraine and Russia, Greenland, overseas, France, Turkey, the middle East, Egypt, Tunisia, Eswatina, Lesotho, South Africa, and Japan. And Region 4 is Latin America, except French Guinea and Puerto Rico, the Caribbean, except the French West Indies, 
and Oceania or Oceania, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. except French Polynesia, New Caledonia, Wallace, and Futuna, and Hawaii. Though those regions do not get this episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, why is this so controversial, bro? Well, maybe they do something that Muslims don't like, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. 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 But as, you know, a podcast and as hosts, we have to do this because it is in the order of doing the episodes. We've and to, to be fair, I think this is actually one of the like most funny episodes uh, of South Park. Oh, there are some... I, I, I personally think so. There are some good jokes in this one and in the next one. Mm-hmm. Which we'll talk about uh, next week. But um, I'm just going to say real quick before we really dive into the episode. I just like the title of it. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. 200. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that said, let's dive into this week's episode 200. The episode originally aired on April 14th, 2010, and was written and directed by Trey Parker. And our episode begins at a candy factory. Yeah, because that's where every 200th episode of a television show should begin. Mm -hmm. Is at a candy factory. Take me to the candy shop. Give you the lollipop. Mm-hmm. So, um, while they're on this tour, Stan and Butters notice that there's someone working in the fudge department. It It's Tom Cruise. Mmm. He likes to fudge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently he likes to pack fudge. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard some rumors about that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so Tom Cruise gets upset because he, you know, the kids say that he's packing fudge, and even Mr. Garrison says that he's packing fudge. And Tom Cruise, being a D-bag A-list celebrity at the time, threatens to sue them for being called a fudge packer. It's just so silly. Like, out of all things to, like, sue about, like, this? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tom Cruise then recruits a shitload of celebrities mm-hmm. that have basically been made fun of at any point in time during <laughs> the run of South Park. And guess what, Fro? What? I have the list in front of me. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, because I, I saw this uh, yesterday to uh, refresh myself, and I was like, holy moly, that's a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say before I read this list, there may be a couple that are dead already by the time this aired, and some may have already been dead after this aired. So along with Tom Cruise, these are the celebrities that joined him. Ben Affleck, Michael Bay, Pope Benedict XVI, Osama Bin Laden, <laughs> David Blaine, Bono, Jimmy Buffett, Hillary Clinton, Johnny Cochran, Phil Collins, Gary Condit, Bill Cosby, Russell Crowe, Michael Douglas, David Duchovny, Jared from Subway, Indiana Jones, Mel Gibson, Kathy Lee Gifford, Paris Hilton, Steve Irwin, Jesse Jackson, Michael Jackson, Angelina Jolie, David Letterman, George Lucas, Liza Minnelli, Mickey Mouse, Rosie O'Donnell, Yoko Ono, Sarah Jessica Parker, Robert Redford, Rob Reiner, Michael Richards, Winona Ryder, Bob Sagan, Fred Savage, Charlie Sheen, Brooke Shields, M. Night Shyamalan, O.J. Simpson, Will Smith, Steven Spielberg, Britney Spears, Martha Stewart, Sally Struthers, Billy Bob Thornton, John Travolta, Paul Watson, Kanye West, Oprah Winfrey, and Tiger Woods. Mm hmm. Now say it backwards. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, Tom Cruise and all those celebrities mm. plan to sue the town of South Park and for making fun of them. And they... Like, this is a big, like, class action lawsuit. Like, the town could be gone, wiped off the face of the map. So, Stan gets called into the principal's office. There's a bunch of upset people in Principal Victoria's office, and they tell him, you know, like, how bad this lawsuit is. Mm. So... Randy and Stan go back to the candy factory to talk to Tom Cruise. And they try to apologize. And this is actually a good scene because what I liked was how Randy doesn't try to say fudge packer. <laughs> like, he does so many different ways to, you know, not say it. Mm -hmm. which is kind of, uh, you know, good. And Tom Cruise is like, I'll drop the lawsuit on one condition. And they're like, anything, what, whatever you want, we'll do it. Bring me the prophet Muhammad. <laughs> We, the first time we saw this, we were a little surprised, like, that is what you want? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could have anything you want. You're Tom Cruise. Yeah. And you, you choose the Prophet Muhammad? Right. 
And the reason is, or we'll, we'll actually we'll find out why he wants to meet Muhammad. And the guys are a little reluctant about it. They're like, ooh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a town hall meeting and everyone's like, well, what do we do? We can't, you know, show them, you know, we'll get in trouble. And like they even like somebody, I think it was uh, Randy draw a picture and is like, this is what we think Muhammad <laughs> looks like. And it's a stick figure person. It is so funny. So then Stan speaks up and says, I've seen him. He's with the super best friends. Mm-hmm. And some of the adults don't believe him. But they're like, let me let me talk to Jesus. Maybe we could work something out. So then we get the super best friends intro. Which, for those of you who don't remember, they are they are Jesus, Buddha, Moses, Krishna, Laozi, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, and Seaman. <laughs> you said Seaman. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant Sea Man. Mm. <laughs> so they so. Stan and Kyle get to the headquarters and they try to work out a deal. And it is not working. Like, they cannot find a way to get this deal to go through. And there's even a part where we see Buddha snorting cocaine. Because, yeah, we're not going to offend anybody else. No. Absolutely not. Um, but then they do come up with an idea. What if... What if we put Buddha in a U-Haul truck? And there's no windows in the back of a U-Haul truck. What if we just have him in the back of the truck... He says hi, and that'll be the end of it. And they agreed to it. So we'll see how this goes. Meanwhile, the celebrities are talking, and this is when it gets kind of interesting, because Rob Reiner comes in, and he talks about how people have goo in them. And how, like, if we could take the goo of Muhammad, it can get us to not be made fun of. So that's basically why Tom Cruise wants to meet the Prophet Muhammad, is so he can have the same ability, the same quote-unquote power that Muhammad has there, so he can't be made fun of. And then and I, I love that. I really, really love that. It is so such a funny argument. It is. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the best scene of Tom Cruise in this episode, I think. There's another one later that is funny. So, all of a sudden, Cardman comes in to, you know, into, the, into Tom Cruise's house. But he's not there for him. He's here for her. Mm. Hola, I am Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I missed her. I, I did too. So that is one of my favorite episodes of South Park. Yeah. I, I like I have so many episodes that I, I, I love and and Cartman going on going around like uh, pre- pretending that Jennifer Lopez is his son is, is just like amazing. Mm-hmm. So so now the reason that Cartman is there is because of Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. That Jennifer Lopez, wants in on the lawsuit. But, as we're going to find out in a little bit, it's going to be a lot more. So, now we have the U-Haul truck set up for Muhammad. He's in the U-Haul truck. And they have the meeting set up. Tom Cruise is going to meet Muhammad, and that's going to be that. It's going to it's going to be it. It'll be done. It'll be quick. You know, it'll be all over. As we're getting set up, Cartman has a talk with Jennifer Lopez, or so we thought it was Jennifer Lopez, because really it's Mitch Connor. Mitch Connor. And basically, Mitch Connor is only in on this to get money, and he would get the money and he'd give it to Cartman as well. And this is going to end up to something really interesting happening. So, the limo is now out. They're ready to make the transition of sending. Muhammad, or not sending, but taking Muhammad to Tom Cruise. Just as it happens, they get a letter. And there's a letter that says, don't show Muhammad or else we're going to blow you up. Well, the limousine blows up. And it's like, oh God, who could have done this? What what group could have done this? Gingers. <laughs> the ginger kids are the ones who did it. And now they want Muhammad. Mm-hmm. So once Tom Cruise gets word that the attempt failed and that the gingers are now involved, he goes to his couch, Oprah is sitting on the couch, and Tom Cruise starts jumping up and down on the couch. Huh, this seems like something we've seen before. 
you know? I have no, yeah, no clue what you, you mean. Hmm. Mm. I've never seen that before. <laughs> oh, wait, I have. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that Tom Cruise is pissed, mm. you know, it's like, okay, what do we have to do now? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guys come up, or the town comes up with another idea of, now the gingers want him, but how do we get him there? Mm -hmm. And they're going through, like, all these different scenarios of, like, oh, if you see his eyes, it could get us in trouble. You see his hands, it'll get us in trouble. You see his feet, it'll get us in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then one of them suggests... Why not a mascot costume? Mm -hmm. Put him in a mascot costume. So, so they put, allegedly, Muhammad in a bear mascot outfit that reminds me of that could have been at, like, some furniture store in your local town. <laughs> So, here is a whole group of gingers. And they have these detonators. And they will put the detonators down. And they'll, like, stop them. If they show Muhammad. And they're like, Ugh. Not... <laughs> Really a good idea. <laughs> so, while that is going on, Cartman is walking around town where he's talking to Mitch. <clears throat> and then Mitch brings up about Cartman's father. And he's like, I know who my father is. It's my mom. She's a hermaphrodite. And Mitch is like, Are you sure? There may be something that you don't know. So they have this little back and forth talk. And Mitch convinces Cartman that to go talk to someone about this. Mm -hmm. So while that's going on, the celebrities have a new plan. <laughs> and this new plan is to get the one person. Out of everybody that mm -hmm. was made fun of, that was so mad that this would be that person's opportunity to get back at them. Barbara Streisand. Oh, love Barbara. But it's not just Barbara Streisand. Oh, it's, it isn't. It's... Mecha Streisand. <laughs> and yeah. This version of Mecha Streisand is updated from season one. <laughs> it is so much better. It is. It is so much better. It, it is so freaking hilarious. It, it is. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So. Now, Mecha Streisand has a chainsaw for a hand, claws, has smoke coming out of her breasts, 
sounds like a real monster and it's just done so well but then we go back to Cartman and he goes to Mr. Garrison's house hmm very interesting so they talk and then he wants Mr. Garrison to put Mr. Hat on and honestly Fro I completely forgot about Mr. Hat <laughs> really like that's how long like I forgot about him from when he came back from being a woman to a man Mm-hmm. is like oh my god Mr. Hat <laughs> so they have a talk well and what I mean by they I mean Mitch and Mr. Hat and apparently they were in Saigon in the 60s and 70s and then they get to asking you know who Cartman's father really is and Mr. Garrison says, we were trying to protect you. We were trying to protect you. Protect me from what? And, well, he can't say. And then, the final scene, I I actually like the final scene, because you have a stare down of Mr. Hat and Mr. or Mitch Connor. You have... The townspeople, the gingers, and the mascot. And then you have Mecha Streisand about ready to go destroy the town. And that's the end of 200. Yep, that was episode 200. Yeah, pretty much. Um... Now, before we get to, like, all the notes and stuff, and mm-hmm. bro, I know you know this because we were doing this show together for a long time. Your thoughts on the episode and the rating you would give this episode? Ooh, the rating is going to be very high. Um, I, think, I think this is... Uh, Something essential. Uh, I, I I think this episode is is less talked about because it is so hard to find because people are very. Uh, I'm. I hate w- using the word woke, but uh, it, it is a very unwoke episode to say mm-hmm. it mildly, and uh, I think uh, uh, the world uh, today. Uh, are not able to watch this episode through the eyes of when it was made. Yeah. They were super brave making both of these episodes because they knew they were going to be in trouble because of it. And I like that they they more or less said, hey, don't really care what other people think. We we just want to make fun of this. Mm -hmm. And and having that in your mind and like still making this episode, I, I command. So when that is said and done, uh, are the accolades of this episode is very important for uh, what South Park became uh, and and what South Park should be uh, a satirical look on society. 
And I think that this is like upper, upper tier. So for me, this is a 10 out of 10 episode. Uh, abs absolutely no doubt in my mind. All right. And I will be right back because I have a stick in the oven while you talk about... Okay, while you do that. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I, I, I did. Um, you, in a way, are bringing back the past, but doing it in such a way of we can kind of wrap all of these stories up into one bit. Like, if there were some plot holes that maybe we didn't get a chance to finish, we could do that, like, with Cartman's father and Tom Cruise being a couple of good examples. Um, this is one of these episodes where... For me, I'm like, this does need to be seen. I don't think it'll ever get TV air again anywhere on this planet. But if you happen to have a DVD player, if you happen to have a Blu-ray player, uh, YouTube, I I'm sure there's a couple other places you could go to get it, you, you can watch it. As far as the episode, I'm going to give this an 8 only because it's kind of, they built it up, but it's almost, they're kind of saving um, their, I think, their best stuff for the next episode, which, again, we will talk about next week. So I'm I'm it's a very good eight though. It's like at the eight and a half mark. I I, I don't know what would have changed it to a nine, but it's you know, it, it's up there. So I'd give it a very strong eight out of ten. But Fro gave it a ten, so it will go into our Hall of Fame of recommended episodes to watch. I mean, I could go lower, but I think the reason why I have it as high as I do is also how important it was. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and that's very true. I mean, it'll, you know, you got to take that into consideration as well. So, um, we do have some production notes, and then we're going to talk more about uh, the Muhammad subplot and kind of the aftermath of this episode here. So, this episode... Okay, so the way this was done, Parker and Matt Stone conceived, wrote, and produced most South Park episodes within a week of their broadcast date. The idea for this episode, however, was conceived before the season began, which is very rare for them. So, gotta give them applause for that. And it was before any of the season 14 episodes that preceded it were conceived. So this was basically the first episode they thought of, 
you know, creating for the year. While trying to decide how to celebrate the 200th episode, Parker and Stone started reviewing the plots and controversies of previous episodes, many of which had a common thread of mocking a particular celebrity. This led to the idea of having all the celebrities band together in a class action lawsuit. Um, Parker said their reactions mirrored the real-life reactions some of the celebrities had to their portrayals, adding, if they could join forces, they probably would. Matt Stone said in writing the episode, they were determined not to produce a clip show but to merge all of the old ideas into a new original script. The process proved challenging for the duo because it involved incorporating many ideas, subplots, and characters into a single story. In honor of the 200th episode, the website SouthPark200.com was launched, offering a forum to fans to post their congratulations to South Park and view those posted by others. Various people have contributed to the site, including the creators of The Simpsons, who used the opportunity to revisit another previous South Park theme, the episode Simpsons already did it, saying, We already produced 200 episodes. Twice. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> the, I like that. Because yeah, that it's was, like, that's a good yeah, one. That's, good. That, that's a good teasing. I like that. The rock band Rush also sent their congratulations, along with Denver Nuggets basketball player Chauncey Billups. Television creator Norman Lear, from all, you know, he created All in the Family, sent his congratulations, who guest starred in the 100th episode, I'm a Little Bit Country. And figure skater Brian Boitano sent his congratulations. Of course, <laughs> we all know Brian Boitano famously for that hit song, What Would What Brian Would Brian Boitano Do? Yep, exactly. <laughs> he, he did some other stuff too, but, you know. Okay, now, to the Muhammad subplot. Uh, this is based on two past controversies in 2005 and 2007 when European newspapers published cartoons of Mohammed, which was responded to with reactions of violent riots, global protests, and death threats toward the artists. As a result of those incidents, many publications and TV studios have refused to broadcast images of Mohammed whatsoever, which was the inspiration behind Tom Cruise characters efforts in this episode to harvest Muhammad's apparent immunity to satire and ridicule. Mm. Parker and Stone addressed the Muhammad issue in Cartoon Wars, during which they attempt to show an image of the Prophet, only to reveal that Comedy Central has forbidden any such image from being broadcast on their network. And that was so amazing. Mm -hmm. However... Muhammad had already been featured on the fifth season episode, Super Best Friends. Yep. That episode aired in 2001, long before the controversies of 05 and 07. Stan makes reference to the past use of Muhammad's image by saying of Muhammad, I saw him once a while ago. <laughs> Excuse me. 
This reference was purposely included to reflect the irony that an image that was previously not a problem had suddenly become an issue due to new circumstances. Stone said, something that was okay is now not okay, and that's just fucked up. The Super Best Friends episode continues to be run uncensored by Comedy Central in repeats, even though new images of Muhammad remained prohibited. Additionally, Muhammad has long been featured as one of the many characters shown in an image of dozens of residents in the show's opening credits. Yeah. That image, however, has gone largely unnoticed and thus has not drawn much controversy. When asked whether they feared retribution for mocking Muhammad, Parker said, We're so hypocritical against our own thoughts if we said, Okay, well, let's not make fun of them because they might hurt us. Okay, we'll rip on the Catholics because they won't hurt us, but we won't rip on Muslims because they might hurt us. The Muhammad subplot in 200 advocates for free speech and speaks out against censorship, both of Muhammad's image and any subject considered taboo. 200 also demonstrates the double standard in the handling of offensive images of Muhammad and other religious figures, particularly in the scene in which Muhammad is censored altogether, but Buddha is shown snorting cocaine in front of the kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's saying something. It is. Like I said, if you can't offend one group, may as well offend another. The extreme measures the boys go to in order to conceal Muhammad, like hiding him in a windowless truck and dressing him as a mascot, demonstrate the absurdity of the fear in showing the prophet as does the fear of retaliation that the residents show after Randy draws a stick figure-like drawing of him, which is not censored. Now, um, let's talk about what the Revolution Muslim Organization did. The website, which is of the for the organization, which is a New York-based organization posted an entry that included a warning to Parker and Stone that they risk retribution for their depictions of Muhammad. It yeah. said that they would probably wind up like Theo Van Gogh for airing this oh, show. That's so terrible. The filmmaker uh, Theo Van Gogh was shot on the streets in the Netherlands for making a movie. Mm-hmm. And a terrible, terrible thing to happen to him. Right. The posting provided the addresses to Comedy Central in New York and the production company in Los Angeles. The author of the post, Zachary Adam Chesser, who preferred to be called Abu Talha al-Amraki, said it was meant to serve as a warning, not a threat, and that providing the addresses was meant to give people the opportunity to protest. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. I don't either. The entry included audio clips of a sermon by Al-Qaeda imam Anwar al-Awlaki calling for the assassination of anyone who has defamed Muhammad, saying, Harming Allah and his messenger is a reason to encourage Muslims to kill whoever does that. It also included a link to a 2009 Huffington Post article that gave details of Stone and Parker's mansion in Colorado and images of Ayan Hirsi Ali, an activist writer and critic of Islam, 
who lives in permanent security protection because of threats. Comedy Central declined to comment on the post. Before writing the Revolution Muslim post, Chesser wrote an April 15th entry on his Twitter page, May Allah kill Matt Stone and Trey Parker and burn them in hell for all eternity. They yeah. insult our prophets Muhammad, Jesus, and Moses. Chesser was subsequently sentenced to 25 years of imprisonment for this and other offenses. Yep, good. Despite Chesser's statements that the website entry was a warning, several media outlets and observers interpreted it as a threat. Ayan Hirsi Ali dismissed claims that the website entry was just a warning, calling it an assault on the freedom of expression that should not be marginalized or overlooked. She said of the episode, the... Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, she said of the episode, the South Park episode of last weekend was not just funny, and it wasn't just witty. It addressed an essential piece in the times that we are living. There is one group of people, one religion, that is claiming to be above criticism. Raymond Kelly, then the New York City Police Commissioner, said he was aware of the website posting, but said, We don't think that this threat, as it currently assessed, rises to a crime right now. Anderson Cooper from CNN said of the episode... You might not like South Park the cartoon. You might think it's offensive. But the notion that some radical Islamic group in America would make a threat, even a vile one, against two men's lives because of it is chilling. Bill O'Reilly, when he was working with Fox News, said he would have advised Parker and Stone not to do the episode out of fear of retaliation. On the one hand, you do have to admire their courage but I don't know whether the risk-reward ratio is worth it. Douglas Murray, a writer for the Daily Telegraph, said the entry only gave 200 more legitimacy, writing, It, of course, just confirms the point that the South Park boys were making. I'd have said that point that was... Yeah, I'd have said that was point proved. South Park 1, Islamists 0. In an episode of The Daily Show, which aired on April 22nd, Jon Stewart went into a 10-minute tirade about the alleged death threats, expressing disgust at the alleged hypocrisy of revolution Muslim speech while its members enjoyed the American lifestyle and freedom of speech. In response to the Revolution Muslim Post, the following episode, 201, which aired the following week and concluded the uns unresolved storylines from 200, was heavily censored by Comedy Central, which we'll talk about next week. The channel inserted audio bleeps over all references to Muhammad's name and other portions of dialogue, including the entirety of the ending speech by the show's main character. The Dutch version of Comedy Central began airing commercials for 200 during the week of April 26th, with the show scheduled to air on April 30th. However, the tale of Scrody McBoogerballs was shown instead. When asked about this, a spokesperson for Comedy Central Netherlands said they had reluctantly decided the episode to be pulled along with 201. Neither episode is available on the Dutch South Park Studios website. The same applies 
to the German website as of May 9, 2010. The Swedish affiliate of Comedy Central also refused to broadcast these episodes, saying, Comedy Central has decided not to air these two episodes of South Park. It is a decision we've made with great reluctance. Comedy Central believes strongly in creative freedom of expression. When unique and deeply insightful creative talents like those behind South Park are able to express themselves freely, we all benefit. However, the safety of our employees is our unquestioned number one priority, and therefore we have decided to take these precautionary measures. Now, 18 days after the episode aired, a failed car bomb attempt was discovered by the New York Police Department near the eastern corner of One Astor Plaza in New York City on West 45th Street on a side street near the location of the world headquarters of Viacom, Comedy Central's parent company. Some news outlets reported that police are looking into a possible link between the attempted bombing and the warnings of violence against Parker and Stone, although no such link has yet been established. Such speculation was also fueled by statements from U.S. Congressman Peter T. King, who described as one possible motive... The whole issue with South Park, which Islamic terrorists were threatening to have retribution for. However, King stressed the theory was one possibility out of a hundred. Revolution Muslim has denied any involvement with the incident. Yunus Abdullah Muhammad, who runs the group's website, was in Times Square at the time speaking out against President Barack Obama with a loudspeaker. But he said of the failed car bomb, what do you think? I command somebody to blow up a building in the middle of Times Square? It had nothing to do with the South Park controversy. It was not an attack targeting Viacom. New York Police Commissioner Raymond Kelly said of the theory, We certainly wouldn't rule that out. However, media reports indicated Faisal Shahzad, the suspect arrested in connection with the attempted bombing, had trained for months prior to the first broadcast of 200. Yeah, and that says a lot. Uh, I think that proves that it wasn't planned. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, that it was planned, sorry. Um, this episode is also banned in Sri Lanka because of Buddhist snorting cocaine. They have banned the entire series outright. Um... The day after the episode aired, the episode was available for streaming on the on the South Park site. After a week, like the other Muhammad episodes, it was taken off. The message presented to the user for this episode is, We apologize that South Park Studios cannot stream this episode. Now, let's talk about the ratings and then some reviews from the critics. This episode, in its original broadcast, was viewed by 3.33 million viewers, making it the most watched cable television show that night. Yeah, that says something. It outperformed the previous week's episode, You Have Zero Friends, which was seen by 3.07 million viewers, and it was seen by roughly 177,000 more viewers 
than its closest competitor that night, USA Network's In Plain Sight. The episode received an overall 2 rating with a 3 share, meaning that it was seen by 2% of the population and 3% of people watching television at the time of the broadcast. Among viewers between ages 18 and 49, it received a 1.9 rating with a 5 share, and among male viewers between 18 and 34, it received a 3.7 rating with a 13 share. All right, now to what the critics say. Ken Tucker of Entertainment Weekly said he was surprised by the complexity of 200 and the amount of references and subplots it encompassed, especially the questions over Cartman's father. Tucker praised the episode and said, with jokes raining down like hellfire, the 200th episode spared no one except the South Park kids themselves. Ramsey Eisler of IGN said it was fun to identify all the references to past South Park moments, but felt that Fro is up. Oh, there he is. Lost you for a minute, Fro. Yeah, sorry about that. Bad internet. Ah, it's okay. Uh, but felt that 200 itself didn't stand out as a great episode. Eisler said the new material wasn't very funny and that the rehashed material was not as funny as the first time they were shown, which was disappointing due to the hype surrounding the episode. AV Club writer Sean O'Neill said the episode was funny, but that the original material was far outnumbered by rehashed jokes. O'Neill said the use of all the celebrities demonstrated how South Park has been more original in early episodes, but now had morphed into something whose default mode is mocking famous people in the news. Douglas Murray of the Daily Telegraph said of the episode, I can't recommend it enough, and particularly complimented the episode's scenes with Buddha snorting cocaine and the South Park townspeople hiding Muhammad. Murray said, They make the point about the absurd self-censorship and thuggish intimidation surrounding the Islamic faith better than anything else I've seen. Amy Duncan of Metro said it certainly was an episode to remember. Duncan praised the story, which she said develops with South Park's usual rude inferences and below-the-belt remarks. Ryan Broderick of the Hofstra Chronicle said the episode came together so simply, so smoothly, and so hilariously that it forgives the last couple lame duck episodes of the season. Broderick said it avoided the pitfalls of most landmark episodes by providing an original story in addition to the throwback references. Nick Zeno of TV Squad said the episode did not offer much new, but also offer good throwbacks and celebrity spoofs and didn't pull any punches. Zeno said the episode has a wonderful sense of the absurd, particularly through the use of Mecha Streisand and Cartman's hand puppet. Yeah. And finally, the Council on American Islamic Relations, a Washington, <laughs> D.C.-based civil rights and advocacy group, said they were aware of the depiction of Muhammad in 200, but declined to put out a formal statement about it because they did not want to draw any more attention to the show. The group's spokesman, Ibrahim Hooper, said, 
people are pretty tired of this whole let's insult the Prophet Muhammad thing. Cool. Now, you see, that group did it right, unlike the other one. That group did it right. They didn't talk about it. Yep. Kind of the way to go. Okay. Now it's time to see what IMDb thinks of this episode. Over 2,000 people have rated this episode, Mm -hmm. and the average rating is an 8.8 out of 10. That is high. 975 people gave it a 10. That's the score that Fro gave it. 595 people gave it a 9. 364 people gave it an 8. That's the score I'm giving it. And 105 people gave this a 1. I'm going to guess all of them are Muslims. <laughs> you never know. Uh, uh, in the demographics, males liked this a little bit more than females. The average rating for males was an 8.7. Its highest demographic was under 18 with a 9.3 rating. Meanwhile, for females, the average rating was an 8.6 with its highest demographic being 45 and over with an average rating of 9.5. Wow. So again, the older ladies seem to like South Park here. Okay, there are only two reviews of this episode, surprisingly. Which I, I really find surprising. I thought there'd be a lot more. Mm-hmm. So the first review is from Gangsta Hippie. Never heard about him. Who is that? Eh, I don't know. Somebody new. Gangsta Hippie wrote, <laughs> South Park finally has reached 200 episodes. So therefore, it would be necessary that Trey and Matt make a great and epic episode to celebrate it. 200 is a great episode. One of the best in recent years. The episode features every single celebrity, at least most of them, threatening to sue the town of South Park for all the slander they have been receiving from them. They are led by Tom Cruise. He says he will drop the lawsuit if the town can bring them the Prophet Muhammad. So now they have to figure out how to give them Muhammad without him being seen, fearing terrorist attack. Meanwhile, other plots from previous episodes, such as the Who is Cartman's Father plot, is being brought up again. 200 is a great episode because it makes plenty of hilarious references to previous episodes and many characters return. Overall, 200 is an excellent episode. Oh, and it's probably a two-parter. The other review is from Marsh Randy, who wrote, Trey and Matt executed a perfect two-parter of their commentary on the practice of censorship and reaction. The entire episode centers on the concept of an individual's pursuit to no longer be harassed or satirized by aligning themselves with the idea of violence and terror. The episode is plenty of shock and all humor, which is mainly complemented by the bizarre but humorous idea that writer Trey Parker was able to align in the episode's storyline. It is a shame that both Comedy Central and most likely HBO Max have removed this episode completely from public viewing. But if one were to purchase but if one were to purchase the season 14 Blu-ray, 
This is a two-parter you wouldn't want to miss. Um, pretty much positive all around. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not surprised by that at all because no. it's 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 a lovely episode. It, it is. It's a really good episode. Um, I just want to say, real quick, before we wrap it up, um, first I want to thank Fro for not only doing this episode but the next episode as well. You're more than welcome. But also because. He is the one that should get all credit for pushing me to do this project when I was thinking <laughs> of doing this many years ago. Um, do you do you remember the other choices I was thinking of doing at the time? Um, no, I remember it was South Park. It was some other old show that I didn't really like, and no. Okay, I can tell you the other two. The Simpsons, uh-huh. which I would still be doing. I think I'd be at, like, number 200-something by that point. And Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb, yeah, that was the other one. I said that I would join you on Phineas and Ferb, but not on Simpsons, right. because I'm not a big fan of The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> because of Fro, he's the one... That convinced me to do this podcast and because of fro who i love tremendously he's basically become part of my family i love you too um this podcast has been heard all over the world um nigeria norway obviously germany iraq bahrain russia you know, countries that you wouldn't think would listen to to this kind of a podcast, but they do. Um, and that's kind of a thrill to know that there are people around the world that have listened to this little podcast, which we started like five years ago, and we named it Shark's Pond because of one like accidental like letter. It was a mistake. Yeah, it was. I. L- I, I love that uh, uh, I I forced you into making it the title of the show and right. then you then I, I think it took like 10 episodes or something like that right. before I realized it was a mistake and we're just like you know what screw it we're gonna keep yeah. it this way let's keep keep it that way it's yeah. funnier it is and, yeah and it's ended up being a hit um because it's not other... sharks pond, it's starks. Right, but mm-hmm. it's but it's you know it, it's the small stuff that just makes it so funny to listen to it. Um, like I, I was thinking of this yesterday. Um, American Pharaoh, who famous you know thoroughbred horse here in the United States, the mm-hmm. owner spelled the word Pharaoh wrong but they left it that way and it ended up being for the better so you know (laughs) so that's why you know this show has always been shark's pond Mm -hmm. why would we want to change it at this point so um and then also you know the the followers on twitter we have 
some, uh, you know, we have some podcasts of, you know, other South Park uh, related podcasts that follow us. And I, I just want to give them a quick shout out because they do follow us on Twitter. And, you know, I, I might in the future try to get more, you know, um, uh, plugs for them. But um, they they are, and I, and I do have it here, I Learned Something Today, a South Park podcast, The Spirit of South Park, also the Pick Me podcast, which has followed us. Um, they basically recommend, you know, podcasts for people to check out. Uh, also, your podcast or mine, that's another one that follows us. And another digital citizen also follows us as well. I, I don't like them. They are the Norwegian guy on that show is terrible. Oh, terrible human being. Uh, mm -hmm. And then want to thank the Facebook group. Um, it's a, it's a small community, but it's a fun community. You guys really support the show. You know, you're South Park. You guys are awesome people. I've had a chance to talk to some of you guys personally on Facebook and you guys are really cool down to earth people. Um, could not thank you guys enough for the support. And then last, but certainly not least you, the listeners, you, the listeners, are the reason why this show keeps going. Um, I know there was a point where there was no episode for like a year, and I, I own up to that. You know, that was my my fault. Um, it was because I had going on at the time, and this show kind of got eaten into it, you know, and once I had time and people were like, where is this show? It was very good. It was like, there's still an audience and that's what's really motivated all of us to do this show and to keep it going. So I just want to thank all of you guys for the support, the love, the laughs that we've had. And uh, hopefully there'll be at least 200 more of these to do <laughs> uh, before it all comes to an end and then I have to find something else to do. So, you guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can chat with other fans to discuss past and present South Park episodes, movies, and upcoming news. Because mm -hmm. by the time this airs, and this is only a guess, I would imagine either by now or real soon, the December South Park special on Paramount will air. Mm -hmm. That's a guess. So, next time, Fro and I, we're going to discuss 201. And we're going to get to the bottom of one of 
life's great questions. Who really is Cartman's father? We're going <laughs> to find out in the next episode. Right here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. For Fro, I'm Bill. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.